What's up, everybody? I hope everyone is doing well, and I pray that God's favor will pursue you and overtake you today. I pray the Lord would bless you and keep you. And, you know, may the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. You know, guys, God is good, and he wants to share that goodness with you and me. That is the reason we were made, so God could share his goodness and love with us. If you think that God doesn't want to be good to you, to bless you, to show you love and favor, then I would say the devil is a liar, and he is whispering those lies in your ear. So take a moment and silence those lies, because the enemy is defeated. Today we're going to take a look at a man that is only mentioned briefly, but his heartfelt prayer to God became famous you know, thousands of years after he spoke it. If the Bible were a movie, this guy would be one of the many additional characters or actors that just happens to get one line in a not-so-interesting scene in the movie. His claim to fame is found tucked away in a genealogy mentioned in 1 Chronicles 4, uh, verses 9 through 9 and 10. However, this man of honor, whom the Bible refers to as more honorable than his brothers, gets an gets one opportunity, one shot, and boy does he make it count. The only words uh, of his that are recorded would later become known as the prayer of Jabez. So First Chronicles starts out with going through a lot of genealogy before getting to Jabez. Jabez is a descendant of Judah, but when the Bible mentions the descendants of Judah initially, he is not mentioned. He is found in chapter 4, listed under the other clans of Judah. Jabez makes it under the other list. You see, he is way down on the totem pole, so to speak, yet the Bible makes special mention of him being more honorable than his brothers. To me, this shows us that God took someone low on the list and raised him up. He took someone, uh, you know, he took someone history would have completely forgot and made him iconic. You may feel like you are the least important person at your job or in your circle, but God sees something different. God sees someone he can use to make a statement, someone he can use to make an impact. Jabez's prayer is known all over the world thousands of years later. He could have easily just been another name in the credits, but he was more honorable than his brothers, and here we are still talking about him today. I believe this is another example of how God hears the prayers of the righteous. Jabez clearly tried to live a life of honor, and he clearly loved God. He knew who to go to and where to place his hope, faith, and trust. Maybe God allowed this prayer of Jabez to be recorded to show us that no matter how small your part is in this bigger plan, God still hears the prayers of the righteous, and we you know, we've been made the the righteousness of God through Jesus. God doesn't need you to be someone famous from a well-to-do family. He can use you to make an impact that will last generations if you will let him. First Chronicles 4, 9 and 10 says, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I give birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out to the Lord God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Lord, let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. His mother named him Jabez because of the pain of giving birth to him. 
His name means sorrowful or sorrow maker. Can you imagine parents today naming their child based on their emotions at birth or the pain they felt when giving birth? I'm sure there would be some interesting ones, to say the least. Probably some I couldn't mention here. But it could end up uh, sounding like the seven dwarfs with sleepy, dopey, grumpy, and maybe some new ones like hangry, pouty, or bossy. You know, I'm sure we could get more colorful, but you get the point. Jabez knows the meaning of his name, but he doesn't want it to have any influence over the, over the man he becomes. So he lets it inspire him when he goes to God, you know, the author of our lives, the writer of our destinies, Jabez begins his prayer asking God to bless him and increase his territory. He knows all blessings come from God, so he doesn't hesitate to ask him. But then he asks God to increase his territory. The increase of territory would bring, you know, power and influence, status maybe. I believe Jabez wanted his life to be marked with increase, but that would not come without the next part. Let your hand be with me. To be a man of honor and wield that kind of influence or increase, you will need God's hand to guide you, which means you are willing to listen to his guidance. And you are saying, God, I surrender to your will and I ask you to guide me. Then he asks God to protect him so that he would be free from pain or sorrow like his name implied. And God granted his request. I don't believe that last part means necessarily that it would be free from physical pain. I'm not saying that it doesn't, but I believe he is asking God to protect him so that he doesn't live a life of sorrow or regret either. I see it like he is saying, you know, God guide me and keep me from doing things I will regret. You know, Jabez prayed for four things, blessing, increase, guidance, and protection. This is a solid prayer containing four things which can also be found in even in the Aaronic benediction or the Aaronic blessing. You know, that's the blessing God specifically gave to Moses to give to Aaron so that he could bless the people of Israel. You know, and Aaron was instructed to speak it over the people of Israel. You know, in Numbers uh, chapter 6 verses 24 through 26 says, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. This blessing includes a a blessing, protection, guidance, favor, or the goodness of God, along with peace, or in the words of Jabez, no regret or sorrow. When the prayer of Jabez was made famous by the book, The Prayer of Jabez, written by Bruce Wilkinson and David Kopp, it became a hit. Everyone started praying the prayer of Jabez. It was everywhere. Eventually, the hype died down, though, and now you rarely hear anyone talk about it. I think this prayer became popular because people read it and see blessing, prosperity, protection, no troubles. Some will look at this prayer like it is a magic spell that they can just say it and it will come true. But this was Jabez's heartfelt prayer, and the Bible says that he was honorable. So you can draw the conclusion that his request was made to God with the right heart, and God honored that request. Scripture is so many things, but it is not some magic book of spells that you can just recite it and boom, it will happen. God knows the heart, and when you pray for things with the wrong heart, don't expect God to honor that request. 
Psalm 37, 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. But that is because when you delight yourself in the Lord, he changes your heart. Then when you pray, it is with the right heart, an honorable heart. I believe the prayer of Jabez is a powerful prayer, rich with wisdom on how we can pray. But the key here is that Jabez was an honorable man and God saw his heart was right and granted his request. I believe we can pray the prayer of Jabez over our life and I believe God will hear that prayer. Just make sure that your heart is right and your reasons for it are in line with God and come from a place of honor towards God. How can we pray this prayer over our lives in a relevant way? Start from a place of honor with the right heart. Ask God to bless you so that others may see your blessings and know that God is with you. Ask God to increase your territory or influence so that you can be a blessing to more people, a bigger conduit of God's goodness. But if you are not a good steward with what you have, it is unlikely that God will give you more. Next, it is always good to pray for guidance and wisdom. We don't do that enough, I think. But when we do ask God to guide us, it can't just be lip service. We have to listen and sometimes wait on his guidance. Lastly, you can absolutely ask God to protect you from harm. But more importantly, if we ask God to guide us and give us his peace, we can live a life that honors him and is not riddled with sorrow or regret. Like I said earlier, Jabez doesn't play a big role in the Bible, but it doesn't lessen the power of his prayer or what we can learn from it. Our prayers have, have power when they come from the heart and from a place of honor. When we seek to honor God and be a blessing to others, we can pray with power. You don't have to copy the words of Jabez, but you can use them as a guide. Just pray from the heart and let God do what he does, which is to bless you and show you his goodness. God, thank you for the gift of prayer and the power it holds. Thank you that we can approach the throne of grace and we can come to you with anything. Help us to have the right heart when we come to you in prayer. Help your people to seek you and may we glorify your name in all that we do. There are so many people out there that need prayer. So let your prayer warriors rise up. Let us begin to speak life and victory over those around us. Let us plead the blood of Jesus over those in need. Let us be your hands and feet, Lord. Allow our paths to cross with those you need us to minister to or be a blessing to. I pray a special blessing over your people. Pour out your favor, Lord. Increase their influence and let their cups run over and into the lives of those they come in contact with. And may everything we do be done for your glory and to point others to you. Amen.